Hey, hey, g'day one, g'day all. Yeah, I had a bit of a mishap. I had something playing in the background I didn't even know. So I didn't realise my volume was down. That's a bit weird. Anyway, we've, we've counteracted it for sure. Welcome to another episode of Strange Days. That's right. Two in a row, early hour, morning job. Very rare, very rare moment in time. That's for bloody sure. Early night, insomnia, and away we go. Enjoy. very interesting question something to just really think about let's be honest the revolutionary war from 1775 to 1783 the war of 1812 to 1814 the mexican-american war 1836 to 1848 the american civil war 1861 to 1865 the spanish-american war 1897 to 1898 the Indian-American Wars from 1775 to 1918, World War I, 1914-18, World War II, 1941-45, the Cold War, 45-92, the Vietnam War, 62-73, the Invasion of Grenada, 83-84, the Invasion of Panama, 1989, Operation Devitt, Desert Storm, 91 to 92. Operation United Shield, 92 to 95. Operation um, Demind Falcon, 98 to 99. Operation Enduring Freedom, 2001 to 2011. Operation Iraqi Freedom, 2003 to 2011. Operation Freedom Falcon 2011 and beyond. We have been a country for 225 years. We have been at war for 209. Think about it. Just think about it. The Irish government is proposing a law known as the Hate Speech Bill that threatens free speech. This law could have dire consequences for our democracy. Next month, next month, and then this law will have uncertain effects on artistic and musical expression. Please support us. It could stifle the activity of public campaigning on political and civil issues and also curtail speech relating to topics about religion, ethnicity, sex and gender. You could even be jailed for possessing documents, cartoons or memes on your devices, even if you never read them or intended on sharing them. Mere possession could make you a criminal under this law. Help stop this law. Visit www.freespeech.com. Huh. freespeechisland.ie slash take action. It's frozen, of course.
You got a sore throat? Well, I got a cure. For your little sore throaty roti, you can have chamomile tea, you can have marshmallow root tea, or you can have licorice root tea. You can also have slippery elm tea, turmeric tea, or green tea. That's right. To help your sore throat. provides your food, your clothing, your shelter, your education, your job, your medical care, your retirement, then the government controls you most effectively indeed. If that government should ever become tyrannical, and they have a way of doing that in history, then you've had it, my friends. To resist a tyranny, you must be independent of that tyranny for your subsistence. If the government provides your food, your clothing, your shelter, your education, your job, your medical care, your retirement, then the government controls you most effectively indeed. If that government should ever become tyrannical, and they have a way of doing that in history, then you've had it, my friends. To resist a tyranny, you must be independent of that tyranny for your subsistence. Are five canning life hacks. Use a jar lifter, a handy tool that allows you to safely and easily lift hot jars out of boiling water. Pre-sterilize your jars to save time during the canning process. Warm your lids. This softens the sealing compound, making it easier to achieve a tight seal. Use a canning funnel. This will help prevent spills, and this will ensure that your ingredients go directly into the jar and release air bubbles, helping maintain the integrity of the seal and preventing spoilage. that you would or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally, up for it. it's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And, and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier. But there, the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos, is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that you're part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. 
the average person tells us in the United States, that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we, we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, based on climate change are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. The number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only do we at, at Davos not say that, we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform. Count on President Trump ending that nonsense. And fifth, as we sit here, another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in Northern Europe. The new president, especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. And it's connected to Senator Portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive, we look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet, who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders. The UK Ministry of Defence, MOD, announced on Friday that it had achieved the country's first high-power firing of a laser weapon against aerial targets during a trial at the MOD Hebrides range. The Dragonfire Laser Directed Energy Weapon, LDEW, system, developed through a £100 million, £126 million, joint investment by the MOD and industry partners, demonstrated pinpoint accuracy and low long-term costs marking a milestone in the advancement of laser-directed energy weaponry. Dragonfire, classified in its range but designed as a line-of-sight weapon, can engage any visible target, showcasing its potential as a revolutionary tool in the battle space.
The precision achieved by Dragonfire is exemplified by its ability to hit a one-pound coin from a kilometer away. Laser-directed energy weapons, operating at the speed of light, utilize an intense beam of light to cut through targets, leading to structural failure or impactful results if the warhead is targeted. The cost-effectiveness of Dragonfire is highlighted by the fact that firing it for 10 seconds equates to the cost of using a regular heater for just an hour, positioning it as a long-term, low-cost alternative for certain tasks missiles currently perform. The operational cost of the laser is typically less than £10, $12, per shot. Led by the Defense Science and Technology Laboratory, DSTL, in collaboration with industry partners MBDA, Leonardo, and Kinetic, Dragonfire's successful trial opens the possibility of integrating this technology into the future air defense capabilities of both the Army and Royal Navy. Defense Secretary Grant Shapps emphasized the potential of this cutting-edge weaponry to revolutionize the battle space, reducing reliance on expensive ammunition and lowering the risk of collateral damage. The latest milestone builds on previous successful trials, including the first static high-power laser firing and the demonstration of Dragonfire's ability to track moving air and sea targets with high accuracy at range. The Dragonfire weapon system, resulting from a 100 million pounds joint investment, supports highly skilled UK jobs in cutting-edge technologies, offering a significant enhancement to the UK's capability in LDEW systems. Dr. Paul Hollinshead, DSDL's chief executive, highlighted the agency's expertise in realizing the potential opportunities and understanding the threats posed by directed energy weapons. The Dragonfire trials signify a crucial step forward in integrating this technology into the armed forces' preparedness for the future. you for a second. Your friend here wants to let you know a few things about what's been going on. It's not going to be pretty. The world's changing. And this guy, Joe Biden, Joe Robinette Biden Jr., the real one is in trouble. He's done a lot of bad things in his life. He's been in government longer than I've been alive. Remember, he used to brag, I've been in government 57 years. That's a long time. Well, the real one you see here, you'll notice his right ear has an ear lobe. That's Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Biden. But the President Biden is a different person. It's easy to see once you put the pictures side by side. It's the ears that, uh, the ears and the eyes. Real Joe Biden has a right ear lobe. He has very blue eyes. He's known as the big guy, as we all see from his Corvette license plate. 
10% goes to the big guy. But remember, he's been in government a long time, and he was known as Creepy Joe. Creepy Joe, if you look that up, you'll be very interested. This guy is a pedophile. He has been for a long time, and he's gotten in, into power. So, it's hard to believe that some people don't know it's a different guy, but people aren't paying attention. President Biden doesn't have an earlobe. He has a connected ear and has dark eyes, very dark eyes. They're not blue. So, it just takes a few minutes to look at the pictures and realize, remember, Creepy Joe was a pedophile. He's in trouble. So take a look at some pictures and realize that he also, he and his brother had an island right next to Jeffrey Epstein's island. And super bad things went on there too. So we know that there's something going on because the President Biden is an actor. Somebody who has been put into place to keep the movie going. And the Bidens are just a bad family. Remember, Jill Biden used to be the babysitter. She was the babysitter for Hunter and Bo. And then I imagine since Joe's been a pedophile his whole life, that he sniffed the babysitter a few times. His wife Sniffy, got suspicious. Joe, did you sniff the babysitter? Shortly after, I'm sure his wife disappeared in a car crash. It's uh, not a good thing. So just take a look at these pictures. Spread it around. Try to, uh, try to incorporate this into your new way of thinking. There's something going on, friend. Whoever showed you this video is your friend. So take care. It's going to. is creating a virtual antenna in the sky that radiates extremely low frequency signals that travel worldwide and can be heard in the deepest depths of our oceans. This virtual antenna is called a ionospheric Alvin resonator, IAR, is using the ionosphere as an antenna. So it could be considered a geophysical weapon. Heating the ionosphere with high frequency radio waves will produce alphan waves, and magnetosonic waves, MS waves, standing oscillations of the geomagnetic field lines which behave as strings with ends fixed in the ionosphere. So when you move it up here, a standing wave can occur along these magnetic field lines and compressive magnetohydrodynamic waves, magnetosonic waves, come straight through. 
Now, magnetosonic are the lowest of low frequencies there are. We're talking zero to like one hertz. Right here, you're gonna see spectrum for harp ULF start experiment, ambient noise. There's the Schumann resonance right there. And then 60 hertz, you can see now harp has been turned on. Do you see the difference? This was our ionosphere, naturally occurring, nothing happening. Ambient noise, they call it. Now they turn harp on. Spectrum at harp ULF start, noise increase by 10 to 20 decibels between 0.7 to 10 hertz and our schumann resonance our heartbeat of our planet has now disappeared it's gone and there's now a spike at 60 hertz which i don't know if you know this but happens to be the same tone that's in your wall in your electricity that drives you batshit crazy that's right there's a lot of things behind the scenes this will bloody shoe Who make up La Quinta Columna? Of the human population. Figalo. Hello, everybody. Hello. A few days ago, I was approached by a research team in Spain called La Quinta Columna. It means fifth column in English. And you may remember they became well known when they identified that there was graphene in the fake COVID vaccines. And this is highly significant for many, many reasons, not least the one I'm going to talk about here briefly before we see a recording I made with the team this week. Now, the reason they wanted to contact me is because they said they confirmed from their research that what I've been saying about COVID and the jab since the spring of 2020 has been confirmed by their research, but also intriguingly, especially for me, is they said that they were also confirming what I was saying about the human society manipulation by a non-human force that's in the hidden. We can't see it. We can't hardly see anything if you take into account um, what's called visible light and the visual frequency band that we can see. But it's so tiny, it's laughable. So almost everything that exists is outside of human sight. So before I, um, I get into that and we see the, the recording, some background of what I've been saying since April 2020. And that is that, first of all, there never has been a COVID virus. It doesn't exist. It's a complete hoax on that scale. Most of the alternative media still thinks that there is, but there never has been. What I said was that the, the fake virus, the illusion of it, and I explain at length how the illusion was played, 
was an excuse simply for the mass vaccination of the human population. And what I've been saying about the jab and its content ever since is that the self-replicating nanotechnology, which has been identified under um, microscopes by scientists and researchers around the world, that self-replicating nanotechnology is designed to connect us and connect the brain to artificial intelligence and the cloud, this massive global electromagnetic field that's being generated uh, through 5G, 6G, 7G to come. And we see the towers everywhere in urban areas, and that's one way of generating the cloud, yes, but you can't do it globally through towers. You want to cover every inch of the planet with this electromagnetic field, this cloud, and you want to connect every human to it so we become a hive mind and individuality disappears, then you have to do it from space. And so we've got SpaceX, Elon Musk and others, but SpaceX is the leader. Putting up constantly, he's bragging about it all the time on his Twitter X, low orbit satellites to beam this cloud ultimately at every inch of the planet. And what I've been saying is that this connection between the nanotechnology in the in the jab that is self-replicating in the body is the connection to the cloud. And what the La Quinta Columna um, research team are saying is that graphene is a superconductor that amplifies the power of the cloud, the electromagnetic field inside the body, and therefore amplifies the connection between the body and the brain and the cloud. And they say, you'll see in the recording I'm going to show shortly, that they're saying that if you look at the effect of graphene um, in the body, in the brain, then it explains um, all the blood clots. It explains um, the heart failure and the heart disease that we've seen, not least uh, they explain why it so affects young sports people. Why it's generating um, really aggressive cancers, and why so many have reported around the world that friends and associates who've had the fake vaccine go through a personality change. Because what the research team is saying is this graphene gets into the brain and then rewires the way it processes information, not least in the connection to the cloud. So you would expect personality changes on that basis. 
So when you look at disease X, it's bloody everywhere, isn't it? Coming out of the World Economic Forum and Gates and Schwab, and it's all over the internet. Oh, disease X. And, you know, those even in the alternative media who bought the idea that there is a virus are looking at that again, a pathogen or a bioweapon to, um, to manifest eventually as what's being called disease X. It's always X. But actually what the La Quinta Columna team are saying is because of this uh, graphene connection to the cloud, it means that all they've got to do is tweak the communications from the cloud to the body and they can manifest symptoms and health effects that they can then dub whatever they call disease X when they get round to it. And looking at this other area that the team wanted me to uh, talk with them about, and that is the non-human manipulation of humanity. What they found, they said, is that the effect on the body brain of the content of the jabs is the same as that which is found in people who have claimed to be abducted by extraterrestrials. I know reptilians, greys, whatever. And so they're looking at what I've been warning about all these years, in this case going back decades, that the plan is to create a human hive mind where instead of thinking individually, we get our thoughts and our emotional responses direct from the cloud to which everyone is attached. And so I was intrigued when uh, we recorded a chat this week to, to see that they were explaining the methodology of how that hive mind is now possible. Now, the um, founder and director of La Quinta Alumna is Ricardo Delgado. Martin, and um, you'll be hearing from him uh, shortly um, as he makes his presentation of, of the findings. But um, here's some background from his CV. Ricardo has a degree in biostatistics from the University of Seville. He has a master in biostatistics, postgraduate in health biology, clinical microbiology, epidemiology, and clinical immunology. He says he's an expert, a university expert in clinical genetics, has a certificate of scientific contribution from the University of Seville, and is a postgraduate master in child psychology, uh, master in banking and finance too, he says, 
from the Higher Institute of Banking Techniques and Practices. And on top of all that, and all the other experience he's had in these fields, he's got an open mind. Oh dear, what a bonus. A mind that is not enslaved by preconceived idea, but lets the information be its guide. So here's um, Ricardo. He'll be speaking first, and then I'll respond. And um, make of it what you will, but it's fascinating. Here we go. I'd like to thank all those of you who are present today. I'm going to be in charge of the script for this meeting, and you may intervene at any moment in time during the meeting. First of all, I'd like to thank all those of you who are here today for making this meeting possible. And in particular, thank you to Mr. Ike for granting this time to us. Above all, I'd like to offer my heartfelt condolences for the death of your daughter. Allow me, Mr. Ike and Astrid, to give a very brief summary of our research. Together with Dr. Sevillano and other independent scientists who make up La Quinta Columna. In general terms, we started our research with empirical evidence proof, and we've reached conclusions that are very much in line with what you, Mr. Ike, have been saying for a long time now. The most important evidence we have come up with is that the COVID disease is acute radiation syndrome enhanced by a material that is graphene. Firstly, in the anti-flu vaccines used for old people's homes, and we found graphene oxide in the injectables using micro-raman technique. So I'm going to give a presentation. As soon as I'm going to share the screen. This is the slide that says we have proof that the COVID disease is acute radiation syndrome. Initially, in the flu vaccines. This is Dr. Pablo Cambra Madrid, a professor at university and with a degree in chemical or doctor in chemical sciences and a degree in biological sciences. The conclusions of his work is that objects which the Raman patterns are unmistakably that of reduced graphene oxide. And here we have the signals of graphene oxide. 
I will leave this slide for later. But something important is that based on the properties of graphene and also its toxicity, both what they call COVID-19 as well as the excess death rate can be explained by this. In fact, this is in English. And you can see that graphene oxide is detected in the body by specialized cells of the immune system. And its behavior is similar to that of a pathogen. This is in Spanish, but you will be able to see that it generates an inflammatory response. There is mitochondrial damage, damage to the DNA, and a cytokine response. And from the point of view of intravenous administration, it is mainly eliminated via the lungs, causing pulmonary inflammation, and this is the origin of pneumonia. When graphene come, becomes in touch with the blood, it generates a biomolecular corona. Graphene at a nanoscale is what they have called SARS-CoV-2 or coronavirus. Graphene is a radiomodulable material. And this means that it becomes excited by electromagnetic fields. And the toxicity that emanates from it depends on the amount of radiation that it can absorb. Let's have a look at this on a slide now. We have it here. One of the effects is the thrombocinicity, which co coagulates the blood. And this causes all the damages such as strokes, ischemias, heart attacks, things that we're seeing nowadays. Now, in order to generate artificial outbreaks that they call waves, all they have to do is excite or increase the quality of the frequencies that are emitted via telephony masts or towers. Here we can see that graphene acts as an amplifier, converting the gigahertz into terahertz, i.e. thousands of times more within the body. More specifically, there is a particular danger now and that is that graphene that is present in the injectables affects, uh, is particularly affected by 26 gigahertz. 
And as you will well know, in our country, as well as in other parts of Europe and the world, 26 gigahertz is the next frequency to be emitted. It's already been put out to tender in all these countries. And this will lead to the next pandemic that they're already cooking up to some extent. But in the vaccines, there isn't only graphene present. There are a series of micro and nanostructures which make up a intracorporal nanotechnology with different objectives. All this is visible under optical microscopy. For example, if you like, well, we've done more than 700 observations. And we even have a Pfizer vial. And we have the microscope that is connected. So that you can see exactly what there is there. I'm going to move this a little bit. This is the self-assembled technology. After one week of exposure to radiation. Quite clearly, these are artificial patterns. Something important too is that the COVID vaccines do not contain messenger RNA. And neither do they even contain biological material. The governments themselves have brought in a false dissidence in order for them to talk about the RNAs and the spike protein in order to cover up this intracorporal nanotechnology. We're just giving you a very brief summary. We could go into a lot more detail, of course. But now we come to a very important point. Why graphene or its derivative, graphene oxide? Well, graphene is an interface. It's a neural interface. It's magnetic within the body. And therefore, we can read and write information. And this means that one can monitor, modulate, and stimulate remotely and wirelessly by means of telephony masts or towers. But in addition, we can monitor or stimulate a heartbeat. What I mean is that they can kill an individual remotely or groups of people remotely. Graphene oxide has affinity for electrical systems, the central nervous system, neurons, and also the cardiac system. And this is precisely where we're seeing most of the damage taking place.
This covers the neurotechnologies and the capacity to insert thoughts, to insert feelings, and neural super, neuronal supervision of the whole of the world's population. In short, it is a neural implant by means of a liquid interface, the vaccines. And in addition, it is intranasal even in order to translocate it straight to the neurons, which is this here. This is what they're now putting into children. Now we come to another very important point, because until now, everything had been scientific. But when La Quinta Columna received the study from Dr. Roger Lear, he was a surgeon who extracted implants from people who had said they had been abducted. We have seen that the technology that was present in those implants is exactly the same technology that is contained in the injectables. Let's have a look at the video of Dr. Roger Lear. President Obama, at the time, he was trying to raise money for the medical care bill with the material science associated with these objects that we have found here. This is a very advanced nanotechnology. These are nanotechnological devices in which nanocarbon tubes, either single or double wall, I won't go into the whole explanation, but they can be elongated and weaved into carbon nanofibers, carbon nanostrands, and they end in crystalline structures, which are what we call orthorhombic, which are regular rectangular structures. So here's a very, very advanced nano, when I say nanotechnological, I'm talking about things that are on a level of the size of an atom, using the principal elements of certain materials, putting them together in such a way so that you're actually broadcasting or switching what we perceive as a radio wave, which may not be a radio wave, it could be scalar technology. Scalar technology is this new technological implementation, 5G. And it's doing exactly the same. They're doing exactly the same. Scalar technology is 5G. And the immediate conclusion, Mr. Ike, is that we are before a mass planetary implant of the whole of the human species. Those uh, nanotubes uh, that Dr. Lear was talking about, those crystal orthorhombic structures are present in the Pfizer vial. We're seeing this with not a great deal of magnification 
the carbon nanotube is graphene in the form of a tube. This is now with a little more magnification. We have hundreds of videos. And the orthorhombic crystal structures that Dr. Roger Lear mentioned can be seen here. According to scientific literature, these correspond to graphene plasmon antennae, nanotransceivers based on graphene, rectifier circuits, whole series of intracorporeal technologies, not only to monitor human beings, but also to modulate them. And from the cardiac point of view and neuronal, neural point of view. When we reviewed archaeology, we saw through a meeting we held with Dr. Pablo Enrique Garcia, who has gathered thousands of samples from the area of Ojuelos in Mexico. And we realized that what they're doing currently, they did in the past, quite probably with other humanoids. And here we have to talk about the treponated skulls. According to our opinion, these treponated skulls are the introduction of solid implants within the bodies of those beings. The final objective of neuromodulation is to cause the suffering of the human farm. This is an energy that they can make use of. And we suspect that these are purely energy beings. They govern and control our world and our civilization. Probably always have done so and they hide behind deceit and lies in all areas and disciplines, including science, like a predator does so in order to hunt its prey. Communication between them and the world that they allow us to see quite probably is done through Masonic lodges and secret societies. We are quite possibly, therefore, before their fourth industrial revolution. It's not a human being's fourth industrial revolution, and this will allow them to collect bioenergies on a mass and an industrial scale. We suspect, as we said, that their nature is purely energetic and according to our research, they need two types of energy. Geoenergies, 
which are dense magnetic energies from the terrestrial point of view, and bioenergies, which are the energies emitted by human beings, in particular when they are suffering. And this will lead us to a change in the exploitation of the farm by means of the terraformation of the planet. Quite possibly institutions such as NASA or different military bases have been created by them or under the orders of them to cover or hide their existence. They call themselves gods or whatever, but they've always requested for human and animal sacrifices. That is, bioenergy. Their habitat units hope to be 15 minute smart cities where the geoenergy will be replaced by artificial microwave technologies that will provide greater density to the planet and the bioenergy will be guaranteed by the stabled population. And this is why they want you to stay at home, climatic lockdowns, lockdowns because of a social emergency, or smart cities. An optimum industrial yield of bio-neuromath. Bio and it's quite possible that they are preparing the planet to be able to occupy it and have its herd stabled for to have energy at their as their disposal so we have given you a very basic summary here but quite possibly from the scientific point of view which was the origin of our research we have reached conclusions that are also scientific in nature and that to a certain extent corroborate what you have been developing and arguing for many time for a long time now so i'll give the floor to the other participants now okay <laughs> okay so um yeah, I would like just to add, um, you know, and, and confirm uh, what Ricardo and Jose Luis have said for a long, a long time, and it's getting deeper and deeper, and it really correlates <clears throat> with what I have been observing. And I'm, uh, I don't know, maybe you don't know me, but I'm an um, expert in, in public health, and I've worked with WHO and the United Nations extensively uh, as an expert for the governments making reviews of science and. And uh, I worked in the pandemic uh, unit for emergency management, putting up the training. And we had to stop after four years because Bill Gates came and stopped uh, the funding for us to work. So I've been teaching the IHR International Health Regulation and WHO you know, emergency management in the university after that. But what I want to say is that it corroborates with um, the fact that as soon as soon as Ricardo Delgado, Quinta Columna, and Professor Compra put out that news, uh, there was a doubt that what was going on was all a lie. And already before, it was a total lie because you never lock down a country in three weeks with a virus that mutates so much. It is a very common flu. It has no effect. So it was very clear that it was a coup d'etat uh, in the whole world. So that's where I start. And what I noticed is the correlation 
with the discovery of nanotech in the vaccine, with WHO producing in the emergency management, the, the gene editing. And I think it's a very important issue because uh, those people are, are obsessed with gene editing. <clears throat> and I always, uh, you know, challenge Dr. Malone and all those people talking of mRNA, mRNA, um, uh, you know, COVID, spike protein. I said, could you tell us why WHO wants to do the gene editing and why CRISPR-Cas9 got the Nobel Prize when it's ethically uh, going to break humanity? So I'm uh, coming to from another conjunction uh, to discuss uh, also with what you think all is that uh, on top of what you said, behind the scene, there is a, a will uh, to keep on hybridizing, <laughs> to, to keep on changing humanity the way they want and in, go into their genome and start changing the, the book of life, the code of life, the, the God code, if you want. So, uh, and uh, with CRISPR-Cas, they have reached a breach because you can go in the book of the gene, take off the pages, rewrite the script, and you can become an artificial or a hybrid. So that's really the first point. I, there is an obsession for them to get the genome data of the whole world to an extent where you think they are not human and they know how different we are and they're going to target electromagnetically with uh, electromagnetic auditory effect in the brains of people Depending on their genome, they could target and you know scan with the drone. I've seen them in front of uh, my house. They were scanning like you know everybody who got the shot. Just to add one thing, has an ID code. I don't know if you're aware that they did. They all have a kind of RFID, and they have the the like a, a living antennas. <laughs> you, you'll have to confirm, Ricardo and um, Jose Luis, you know more about that. So all the people in the street who got those vaccines probably all already, the military got probably um, implants since a long time, are living antennas. And they are no more uh, controlled by uh, the spirit of the human uh, genome, but by hacking uh, that is much deeper that they want to get. And to, to we can keep on, but I, I want to just add that to that. Um, uh, that the, the, there is um, a lot of research uh, from Jack Benveniste and uh, some French researcher uh, of the fact that you can code any disease you want. Every code, as every molecule has a, a weight, every weight has a frequency, and you can create with a frequency a wave. You can create a disease, and I made a report for the judges of France on that that you can actually induce any any disease if. The probably the structure, like uh, Roger Lear is saying, uh, corresponds to the receptor is good enough. They can really even make a riot in the street and and and, and do zombies. So uh, for me, that is very important. Is is to talk about where we're going with those people trying to change our codes, uh, trying <laughs> to become uh, yeah. So we can uh, discuss further, but I wanted to add that uh, for me a very important agenda. Yeah, if I could uh, speak uh, um, uh, Ricardo, I tell you, I'm listening to you um, so far from a scientific point of view. Um, 
is extraordinary to me because what you're confirming is what I've been trying to get across for, well, parts of it, much of it for decades. And um, if I just quickly explain um, what that is for people and connect that to what you've said, it is an extraordinary correlation and confirmation. First of all, in the spring of um, 2020, I said two things. A, there wasn't a virus that was a hoax. And two, that 5G can mimic the symptoms of what they're claiming is the virus. And I, immediately I was banned from everything that moved. Um, and I've been writing for um, decades about the plan to create a human hive mind which can be centrally controlled in terms of its perception. And my, uh, my uh, explanation of the connection between, and you have to connect the two, uh, between the uh, what I call the fake vaccine and the uh, extraordinary levels now of technologically generated radiation, 4G, 5G, 6G, 7G to come, um, is this hive mind being played out whereby the um, content of the vials um, creates a self-replicating system, you talk about graphene, it fits perfectly, that infiltrates the body and infiltrates the brain and creates a connection between the human uh, uh, body the, and the brain and the um, what people like Ray Kurzweil at Google call the cloud. In other words, this global radiation field and that the the more that they expand the the 5g's and the 6g's and the 7g's the more powerful this becomes and when you talk about graphene being a superconductor that amplifies the um, electromagnetic frequencies within the body then you've got this connection between um, human perception uh, emotional and uh, mental, and this cloud. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've been getting a lot of abuse for on the Internet is pointing out that the alternative media's obsession with Elon Musk is bordering on insanity. Because through SpaceX and others, but he's leading it, which and if you look at SpaceX, it's a Pentagon operation, a NASA Pentagon operation. Um, low orbit satellites are going up all the time, masks of uh, SpaceX, which are beaming this radiation field increasingly as, as more and more um, are activated to ultimately what they want is every inch of the planet. And if at the same time you've got the receiver system 
which is the human body infiltrated by graphene, etc., then you have this very hive mind in place through which, as you uh, pointed out, Ricardo, um, thoughts, perceptions can be manipulated. It's exactly what I've been saying with the plan. And then you take it to another level. And a, a, a thing that I've got so much ridicule for, I don't care because it's true, is that humanity is being manipulated from other another dimension of reality. And when people um, don't realize what reality is and, and the, the incredibly narrow band of frequency that we can actually see, um, if they could understand that, then they would realize that these other dimensions of reality, which people say, well, if they exist, why can't we see them? Well, we can't see them for the same reason that a radio station on this wavelength doesn't interfere with a frequency on that wavelength. In other words, these different dimensions of reality are sharing the same space that I'm sitting in now, but they're on different wavelengths, and we are only able to access an incredibly narrow band of visual reality, what they call vis visible light, and everything else exists in what to us is unseen. And what I've been saying is that there are entities, ultimately energetic entities, although they do take form um, in, in, um, in various ways, but those energetic entities have been manipulating human society and they have uh, created um, on their behalf what I call the global cult. This is the network of secret societies um, expressions of which in the public arena are the World Economic Forum and the Bilderberg Group and the Council on Foreign Relations and, and, and all these other deeper secret societies. And that network of secret societies, which is fiercely compartmentalized so that um, even most of the people within it don't realize what the game really is, that's only for the inner core. But that uh, network um, is representing these non-human entities to impose their will upon the human population. So what you have, therefore, is these non-human entities being able to infiltrate humanity via the fake vaccine and the fake COVID hoax justifying the fake vaccine and all these other sources of graphene. Um, on behalf of these non-human entities to create a, uh, a receiver system which can be controlled um, en masse, hive mind, by these, um, these non-human entities. And the other thing, just to, to finish, um, which you, you, you bring in as well, uh, Ricardo, is that I'm saying that the reason or a fundamental reason why this manipulation goes on and why the world is as it is with so much war, conflict on every level, suffering, deprivation, is to generate low vibrational, emotional and mental energy in response to that, fear, anxiety, depression, 
resentment, hatred, whatever. Because that frequency band is what these entities absorb as an energetic sustenance. And the more that they can generate the energy from human response to events and situations, the more powerful they uh, are able to become. And that energy is then recycled back against humanity in more and more control. And I, I could say a heck of a lot more, uh, uh, but but th I think that's um, just explaining how what I've been saying all these years is so magnificently supported by your scientific research. Yes, we fully agree with everything that Mr. Ike has just said. And in addition, we believe that they've gone an extra step forward. They are, seem to be harvesting the crop in more general terms now. The wars are you know, partial collections, but now we seem to have a full harvest in energy terms. And this, as you know, José Luis, graphenism means that enters into the biology to parasite uh, or, or to act as a parasite. No, sorry, for humans to be predated on by these other entities. In the same way, uh, José Luis, you might like to go into more details and talk about exoparasites and endoparasites. Well, what I find most interesting about all of this, Mr. Ike, is that after three years of research that we've been carrying out, both Ricardo and myself and the team of the La Quinta Columna, we've reached conclusions that you reached after decades. Uh, you announced the presence of these entities and beings and their um, global governance system. And I asked myself what you think, because your information comes from other sources which are not ours and quite possibly you are ahead of us and uh, the, the announcement of the extinction of the human beings with this transhumanist uh, agenda maybe is the end of our species and so with your knowledge of what has happened to date what do you think awaits human beings in the next few years because we're at the climax of this colonization by we don't know what type of species what is it you know about what's going to happen in the world in the next two to three years and that we can't know because our scientific research doesn't allow us to see this and we base ourselves on what we're seeing on the day-to-day -day basis? You knew all about this before we even started our research, so can you tell us what awaits us around the corner? Well, the idea is complete and utter human uh, control. What we've seen is a, a process, a sequence. Up to this point, humanity's perceptions, this is the key, control perception, you control behavior, control behavior, you control human society. Um, it, you control perception up to this point by manipulating information. 
you can go back to the period, well, it still is if we only realized it, but when, when it was overtly, massively um, the source of um, control, and that's um, religion. Um, what religion did was build um, a wall or circle the wagons around a particular belief system. And anyone that went outside of that belief system had another view of reality or whatever was um, was burned at the stake or or at best ostracized. And this was holding humanity and like I say, still is for vast numbers of people um, in a perceptual prison cell from which they had um, very little scope to um, to escape from in the sense of when you see people like Giordano Bruno and so many others that were challenging this religious tyranny, um, you see what happened to them. Um, and we had a, a, a situation where um, a very, very few people were controlling human society through the system of kings and queens and monarchs. But what, what has, um, has happened, for whatever reason, um, is that humanity has moved into a, a wider perceptual um, reality in the sense that so many other so many people now have uh, have started to question the religious um uh the religious uh stories and the, the the religious tales we're supposed to believe in literally not symbolically um and science has come in now you will know this uh, ricardo uh better than uh, uh most people i'm sure is that what we call mainstream science is just another religion. It's another belief system. And it takes people like you who can think out of the box to break through the um, resistance, again, of a belief system. So they don't really care if you have a religious belief system that's rigid and unyielding or a scientific belief system that's rigid and unyielding, as long as it's rigid and unyielding, they gotcha. And um, as we have seen more and more people um, start to question authority and the authority narratives, which is another expression of a, a wider perceptual state of the possible emerging, um, the response to this, and my goodness, did we see it during COVID, um, has been mass censorship. Um, and what is censorship? It's seeking to control the information that people receive so that the um, perceptions that they glean and um, come to from that information is manipulated so if you're only hearing one version of something then you're likely to believe it because everyone else seems to believe it and that's all you hear that's what censorship's about uh, but where we are um, moving to now is a uh, 
a situation where none of that is any longer necessary, where your perceptions do not have to be manipulated, they will come direct via what we call AI. Now, artificial intelligence. Well, what is it? You know, I, I, I hear people talking about AI, AI this, AI that, but I rarely hear people say, well, what is it? Now, on one level, it's algorithms. On another level, it's um, uh, artificial intelligence that can um, be expanded in its awareness by uh, a constant input of knowledge. All the stuff that people are posting on the Internet is ultimately going into AI so that AI knows more about humanity than humanity does. Um, but there's another level of AI what we call AI, which is actually these entities. So what, what's, um, what we're looking at is moving through the, the AI sequence to the point where these entities will be controlling the human mind via the hype system we've discussed. This is where they plan to go so that humans will not have a thought or an emotional response that isn't generated through the hive mind and therefore you're going to have um, uh, collective responses and collective mental states and you know if we go to um, Ray Kurzweil this so-called futurist at uh, Google a Google executive he said some time ago that um, by 2030, he gave that, that year, humans will be connected to or will be being connected to artificial intelligence and via the cloud. And when you look at what I've been saying all these decades and what you're um, saying from your own uh, scientific research, Ricardo, he is describing exactly what we're talking about. And what he said was that once the connection to the human uh, brain has been um, installed, these are his words, um, artificial intelligence will do more and more and more of human thinking until human thinking as we know it is negligible. And what I'm saying is that that human thinking, in quotes, will be these entities thinking for us. There will be no human mind anymore. There will only be the entity's mind dictating every response. And of course, as you rightly point out, once you've got that kind of control, you can generate uh, mental, emotional, biological states that produce the very energy that you're um, looking for. So that's where the, the plan is ultimately um, designed to go. And what you have, uh, and you mentioned uh, one of them, are excuses um, 
to justify the sequence that I'm talking about. So um, what was the COVID fake virus? It was simply a manufactured excuse to justify the fake COVID vaccine with all that um, was in those vials, is in those vials that you, you've uh, exposed. Uh, what is human-caused climate change and the need for um, the transformation of human society as a response? It's an excuse to introduce this digital control system. And you mentioned the, um, the smart cities and the 15-minute cities and all that. Exactly uh, right. That is being justified by... Um, human-caused climate change, which is as big a hoax as COVID ever was. And you then see that as a result, and, and we bring people like Elon Musk back in, he comes up everywhere, and like the alternative media just to note that in its naivety, um, with things like electric cars. Um, electric cars, electric vehicles, are not designed to replace petrol and diesel vehicles because there's, first of all, people can't afford them. And secondly, there's not enough resources anyway for all the batteries and et cetera that would be necessary. The whole introduction of the electric car, the autonomous car where it drives you, is to get rid of car use among the mass of the people altogether and, and thus you are again isolating people in these small um, areas of, of um, 15 minute cities, um, et cetera. And so um, when you look at where this is going and the excuses being used to go there, they are simply made up lies to justify this sequence I'm talking about to the um, entity uh, hive mind, replacing what you might call the individual human mind, um, which has its own ability for unique thought, emotion, and perception. So that's where it's going. But I have a question. Well, we coincide in that artificial intelligence would be like the control system of these energy entities. So I didn't quite get that. Yeah, yes. that's exactly what I'm saying, um, that um, we're looking at for those that survive and a lot won't be able to make that transition to a much more kind of synthetic human being. Um, but those that survive um, will no longer have individual thought, unique uh, spins on the world. The idea is that everyone has the same spin on the world because it's coming from a central point. And, you know, in the end, and this, this is why it's so important to um, to understand these things, because, you know, when I, when I look at what's called the alternative media, increasingly it is being corralled into the myopia 
of whether Trump should win the next election or someone else, the myopia of politics and left-right politics and and uh, the, uh, the, 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 the financial, what I call the five-sense level of society. Um, and that's where they want us. They don't want us to realize that, um, and this is why the, the, the suppression of this has been so fierce, that we too are energetic entities, ultimately. This is just a vehicle for our consciousness to experience this reality we call the human world, which is just a band of frequency. And therefore, if we only started to remember what we've been manipulated uh, in a calculated way to forget, that we are um, consciousness and we are ultimately all consciousness having a brief human experience, that we have the power to overpower these um, energetic entities. I mean, when when you look at it, there we're supposed to be 8 billion people in the world now. Um, So that's, say, 8 billion expressions of consciousness, potentially. And the number of people in full knowledge that are manipulating the direction of that 8 billion in the way we're describing is absolutely tiny by comparison. The amount of consciousness that um, collectively we have in these 8 billion people is vastly, vastly greater than the power of the consciousness to impose itself coming from these energetic entities. It's, It's not the tail wagging the dog, whether it's the entities or the the cult in the human world, it's not the the tail wagging the dog, it's the tail wagging the elephant. And so what we have to be manipulated to uh, to believe, and religion did this, is that we're little subordinate uh, entities to, to some god or other. Um, and I'm not saying there's not a... a, a a force, which I call the all that is, which some people call God. I'm not saying that. But that we're just subordinate little beings and we have to do what we're told. And that um, mentality is so unbelievably disempowering that um, we look to authority to tell us what to think. And and so when... Uh, People come out with COVID out of this unbelievably corrupt organization, the World Health Organization and what have you. People just do what authority tells them without question. And while we do that, we're giving the power to the few to control the many. If what the few say we do en masse, then what is that except the power of the few over the many? But if we said collectively, we're not doing that, we're not doing what you tell us, especially as we get more and more understanding of the scale of of why they're telling us that and what the game really is, then we take away the power that this um, has over us. Um, I mean, it's a classic that you have Elon Musk, who is fronting up, that's all he's doing, He's fronting up 
SpaceX, with a low-orbit satellites, is fronting up Neuralink, connecting uh, the brain to artificial intelligence, uh, is fronting up Tesla with a promotion of the, the electric autonomous vehicle. And yet, the alternative media that's supposed to be challenging all that and will tell you that it is, has turned this guy into some kind of god just because he um, lets people back onto Twitter. And the question then comes is, the deep state controlled Twitter. It controlled what was said on it, what was posted on it. It vehemently um, censored people in the COVID era, era, as we as we know. And so the deep state is an expression of this cult had complete control of Twitter now X. Elon Musk takes it over and then issues releases these Twitter files that 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 confirm from documentation, yes, the deep state controlled Twitter, yeah. So my question, and I, I don't see people asking this, is if the deep state controlled Twitter and what was posted on it, in other words, the complete control of censorship, why did they sell it to Elon Musk, who um, is supposed to be, he's not, a free speech absolutist? The same Elon Musk that is fronting up all these companies that are advancing this agenda we're talking about here. Um, it's, it's a scam. And, you know, people need to get... Um, streetwise and they need to, to do this i would suggest stop looking for a savior stop looking for a for a, a politic political savior or some tech savior there's eight billion of us the collective consciousness of that number is absolutely fantastic in its impact on creation if only we we used it Stop looking for a savior. Look in the mirror and see where the real one is. Collectively, we can we can still end this, but not if we go on as we are giving our power away um, constantly to the few and then claiming that we are challenging the power of the few. It's ridiculous. We knew that uh, Mr. Elon Musk was a traitor to the whole species and is completely governed by them. In fact, he in 2016 did an interview and when he was asked about his implant neural link, and he recognized the fact that it can go through veins and arteries because like that it has direct access to the neurons. In La Quinta Columna, we've learned to discern, to differentiate. And if I've understood correctly, Mr. Reich, you are claiming the power of human beings above the power of information. 
and seeing what the situation is and knowing what is circulating on the network and that very few people pay attention to, despite censorship. Do you think that the way to deal with this end of cycle or this final attack against uh, the uh, free will of human beings is to stimulate the power of human beings against this attack? regardless of the information that they have, because the information is either censored or it is hidden or one is punished or may not even exist. So we can't count on information. We simply have to try to stimulate the power of human beings against an attack against the whole of the world's population. How is that done? without being able to control all the information that reaches all human beings, which is the power that they have. How can we stimulate that power in humanity if we don't have the means to get that knowledge to human beings? Well, I think there's, a, there's another level of communication that is far more powerful than Facebook and Twitter and, uh, and Google or any of them. And that's um, the field that connects everything. Um, the, the, the five senses can see what we call matter. That's why I'm sitting in this room and I can see form, lights and walls and windows. But between the form is, to me, from my five sense perception, empty space. But it's not. It's energy. It's consciousness, energy consciousness. And therefore, um, this field is what we are interacting with. If people could use the analogy of a computer interacting with Wi-Fi. And this field can either dominate us by the information, perception, frequency, etc., vibration within it impacting upon us or we can impact on it. And the more people that awaken to this understanding, that um, uh, awaken to, to what the game is, and I'm talking about this level of the game that we're talking about here, not where the vast majority of, this, of what I call the mainstream alternative media is, it's still wondering if Trump, Trump's gonna win or not. Um, but this big picture, the more people that get this, that awareness is going in the field. It's and, and, and people are interacting with this field all the time. And therefore, the, um, the more people that awaken and, and that perceptual state goes into the field as a vibrational state, the more other people are going to be impacted by it who are interacting with the field, i.e. everybody. Um, and, and so that, that even on that level, we can communicate on a nonverbal uh, level with, without having to control all the information. See, what the information is doing is impacting upon the field. The, the key is this field, what I call the simulation field, actually. This field, um, they have to dominate its state of perception, if you like. So if they can, um, and, and what we call censorship is actually just a means of getting to this field to control it. 
because we're interacting with it all the time, we are part of it. Um, it's in, it's what how, this it, its state of perception of frequency of vibration is impacting upon us. They know that this is the level they're working at. So when they control the media and they uh, control Silicon Valley and the, the the sources of communication, what they're doing is pounding out information which is also going into this field and it's affecting human perception like COVID or there's a deadly virus. And that then goes from uh, the individual that's conceded to that perception, also putting that into the field. So suddenly the field is awash with, 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 with frequencies that are vibrating to the, the, um, to the, the level of there is a deadly virus. Oh my God. And, and that's affecting everyone who's connected to that field. Unless you have a, um, a consciousness yourself that is powerful enough and aware enough and open enough to resist that. And, and that's the, the, the nature of those in the COVID era, including the people, uh, with me tonight. Um, who didn't buy it. The people that did buy it, basically the field was telling them to buy it. And, and, and we're going to reverse that and, and, and start to create a situation where this field is empowering us and informing us of a much greater picture rather than the official narrative. Then people need to wake up to the the level of the game that we're talking about here. And, and what I'm seeing, and I've been writing about this now for a year, is that the alternative media is being hijacked on purpose, not least through Musk, to um, hold back this level of the game that we're talking about here. And when people grasp that, then it becomes um, self-perpetuating communication through the field. You know, when people um, they talk about the uh, the Bush Telegraph uh, or um, uh, being being able to um, to communicate non-verbally, um, and people say um, about that they had this miraculous situation where. Um, they were um, thinking about someone um, and and suddenly the phone rang and it was that someone who they haven't talked to for years. And they go, whoa, that's incredible. But it's not because when they were thinking of the someone. For the first time in ages, perhaps that someone was thinking of them because they were about to phone them. And. Through this field comes all this so-called paranormal possibility um, where um, we can communicate with each other in, in this way through, through thought transfer and what have you. And this is just an example of how this field is sitting there waiting for us to transform it by our own perception of reality. And this is why I said earlier, 
we've got 8 billion people and the collective power of that consciousness if it was awakened a to its true state and also to the scale of the game would transform this field and suddenly you'd have lights going on all over the place without anyone going on twitter and here seeing what someone said without anyone reading a book the lights would go on via this field and we're communicating like this all the time and 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 this is the way it needs to happen because this is the way they're controlling us what they're doing with this cloud this electromagnetic cloud is they're laying it over this field so that they control what the field uh, contains uh, and and uh, if um, if this goes on uh, what, what what's going to happen this is the uh, this is the plan is that they replace interaction through the field to interaction through the electromagnetic technologically generated field so instead of being connected to this one we're connected to this one and that will be the hive mind telling us what to think. In other words, we'll become isolated from expanded levels of consciousness and, and, and isolated in only the hive mind consciousness. So, so do you think that uh, now proportionally uh, they are in danger and that's why they put so much effort because there is a, there is a leak uh people are getting we're getting conscious or um can you see a correlation why they are going so strong on trying to kill everybody now and getting them in the you know in their in their hands yeah well um i i've been saying for uh, so long that what we're seeing is not so much um an attack on humanity as a defensive move because you know for a long long time human consciousness was seriously asleep when you look back through the ages we there'll come a time if you go back far enough i'm sure when when it was a very different world and there was a lot of um awakeness but in the period that, that we call known human history um the the human mind has basically been asleep. It's been put to sleep, not least by religion and now the, the modern world. Um, but what has been happening, and we've seen it kind of in stages. We saw it when people started to reject, for instance, um, rule by um, genetic inheritance called royalty, and they moved into politics. And so you go into politics so what they try to do is control the political system but at least there's a there's a wider perspective of hey we're not being ruled by just a monarch anymore we want some say in our lives so you can see this this gathering um maturity if you like a, a more and more awareness and you know when i started out on the journey i, I i'm still on um 34 years ago in 1990 Virtually no one wanted to know about this information. They weren't interested. I couldn't fill a phone booth with interest. But when I look at it now, it's fantastic. The number of people who are looking at the world um, 
completely differently, some amazingly differently by grasping the sort of stuff we're talking about here. And so there is this awakening. And the more people uh, awaken, it, it's a, a, a process and a sequence of more and more expanded awareness. Then this, um, these entities and this cult starts to lose control of us because people are starting to use their own mind again and work it out. So what they're doing is seeking to mitigate, stop that awakening by um, connecting us to artificial intelligence. Uh, so how do you awaken when artificial intelligence through the hive mind is feeding you a perception of self-reality? that doesn't ever include the word awakening. You wouldn't even think of awakening. You wouldn't even think of challenging authority because the hive mind would never be feeding you that perception to do so. And that's why, you know, um, in this period we are experiencing now, I think you mentioned it earlier, Ricardo, this is the pivotal moment. In, in what we perceive anyway as human history, in the sense that we either stand up and um, control our own minds now, or it's going to be gone. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, a, a moment where we are deciding where humanity goes from here. Is it going to be a free thinking uh, um, expression of individual uniqueness or is it going to be a hive mind where everyone thinks the same and you know when you look at um, the woke mentality for instance which is a, a manifestation of this cult that introduced it and funded it into existence when you look at the religious belief systems whatever they may be you're looking at hive minds already. You're looking at groupthink, which is a form of hive mind. And what they're simply doing through AI is planning to bring that into one whole hive mind um, when humanity, as we know, it will be over. But it doesn't have to be. But we've got to get streetwise pretty damn fast if we're going to head that off. I'd like to ask you something. How many probabilities are there that if human beings were to fail in this counterattack against them ending our own free will, because otherwise we might wake up, as you say, how many possibilities are there that the response of these dominators may be mass extinction of the whole species? Well, anything's anything's possible because, um, you know, it's been clear to me for a very long time that these entities are completely insane. You know, what, what I found very compelling is what I'm doing all the time over the decades is looking for patterns, uh, not patterns of disagreement, but patterns of agreement.
And what you find, whether you look at religions or whether you look at um, Asian societies, native societies, is a very compelling theme. And that is of a non-human force manipulating human society. So Christianity has its, um, has its Satan and its devil and its demons. Islam has its uh, shaitan and iblis and the jinn. Uh, the Gnostic belief system has the Yaldabaoth, their version of Satan, uh, which is the consciousness, I would suggest. And entities, uh, um, they call archons, which is Greek for rulers. And you find the same theme everywhere you go. Uh, but um, interestingly, when you, again, look at um, the way that these entities and this consciousness, Satan, whatever the you know, name you give it, when you see how it's described, it's um, invariably described in terms of being stupid um, and foolish and blind. Because any consciousness that seeks to impose its will on others and make others suffer is an idiot. And so we're not dealing with some all-powerful um, consciousness with these entities um, that are manipulating human society. We're dealing with something that's basically moronic. And the only way that it has prevailed thus far is by keeping humanity in a greater ignorance than it's in. Because it's ridiculous, it's stupid. But it, 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 what it understands, and this is its power center, it understands how to manipulate human perception. So if you look at this, um, you look at the world we live in, actually there's two worlds. And it's based on what I've just said. One world is the global cult. This is a global network of secret societies. And what it's doing in its compartmentalized structure at its the real inner core is passing over knowledge um, about the plan for humanity, about the fact that actually they're representing these entities. That's why so many rich and famous people um, in the world who are serving the cult are Satanists because they're wh why, why do they do satanic ritual? They're interacting with these, uh, quote, gods. That's who the ancients were interacting with, with their human sacrifice ceremonies. And still the Satanists today are doing human sacrifice for the very reason you mentioned, Ricardo, which is this um, release of energy, which they feed off. When the ancients were saying we're doing human sacrifice uh, uh, offerings to the gods, your question is, well, what do the gods get out of it then? But this is what they get, this energy, um, which is not least generated through the terror of, of, of the victim. So um, you, you have this um, secret society network, which is passing on not just knowledge of the plan and knowledge of that, but knowledge of reality and how it works. And if you understand how reality really works and how this whole physicality is illusory, 
then you have the ability to manipulate people on a level that, that the general population does not have because it doesn't understand what reality is. And the same networks, the cult networks, have created the other world, which is what we live in. They have created the so-called education system. The Rockefellers massively did that in America through J.D. Rockefeller and others. Uh, they control the media. Um, they control much of the alternative media, actually, increasingly. And what they're doing is, A, passing on advanced knowledge through the cult uh, structure, and B, using their institutions to keep um, the population in the dark of what they know. And so there is this built-in advantage for the idiot entities and their structure in which the population they're targeting and trawling energy off are in a much lower level of, of knowledge than they're in. Not because they have to be, but, but because it's systematic. And what uh, people like me and people like you are doing is taking that awareness from this cult through research and passing it on to the population so they become alert to what the game is. The, 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 um, the challenge in that, and my God, I, I know that one, is that the programming, programmed perception of the population because of this structure is such that when you tell them what they know, they go, you're mad. That's not possible. That's ridiculous. I can't believe that. Um, but you have to keep going. And I think I've shown that, that if you do keep going and keep going and you, 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 you won't kind of, um, uh, walk away from it, then you do start to make inroads. And, and now, um, more than at, vastly more than at any time in my life, um, humanity is starting to get more and more of what they know. Unfortunately, like I say, the alternative media hijack, which is real, is to stop it going any further. And it has to get in this, um, arena we're talking about um, here uh, for people to really start to get it. And more than anything, people need to start to grasp their true power and their true nature, which is consciousness, ultimately an expression of all consciousness. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Ike. Uh, we wouldn't want to keep you too much longer. We hope to be able to meet up with you again. And uh, if in our research we find any new things or if you need us for anything for your work, please do get in touch with us, with Ricardo, with myself, or with La Quinta Columna, and with our friend Astrid as well, who also collaborates with us. For anything you need, we're at your entire disposal, and we will count on you to 
let this message reach out to everybody. You mentioned something that's never mentioned, and that has to do with the morphogenetic uh, field, so that field where information circulates with that intuitive knowledge nobody knows where it comes from and that is floating in the air and that quite possibly will ensure that this awareness will reach people that humans are in danger and that we have to defend ourselves. And if it is not done so in this manner, it will be very difficult for us to fight in this war where weapons and information circulates in a very dense form with their um, telephony masks. And in this subtle manner, probably we may have some chance. Hopefully destiny or God or whoever will help us to fight in this war where we have everything at risk. Thank you very much, Mr. Ike. Thank you. Uh, the point I would make is, you know, we've been chatting to, we've been, we've been chatting tonight. And um, so, uh, oh, I'm, I'm getting the Spanish. We've been chatting tonight and people will watch this and there'll be voice to ear communication as a result of watching it. But the vibration of what we've said tonight has gone into the field. So it, 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 it's not just the people who hear this. It's what it does to the field. This information now is in frequency terms circulating. I mean, people talk about frequency. I mean, what is my voice except frequency? It's a frequency. My vocal cords are um, vibrating a frequency which the, the brain decodes into what we perceive as human language. But it's a frequency that's passing between us. And this frequency is going into the field. So the more people that talk about this, that, 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 that circulate this, the, the, the more the field is impacted upon. Um, this is the level that they cannot stop. They cannot, they cannot censor that. The way, the, way, the way they're seeking to censor it is by overlaying that field with the electromagnetic cloud. That's what they're seeking to do. That's why they're doing it, to, to um, override the, um, the interaction with the field. That means we can communicate with each other that way. They want the, the cloud to, 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 um, to overlay that so that we don't get access to that field in the same way. Um, it, it, it's, it's deep stuff. And, and what I would say is that your, your work, Ricardo, and everyone um, at the fifth column using the English translation um, is absolutely fantastic. And um, it, it's, um, it's confirming from a scientific point of view the nature of the challenge we face. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Ike. For us, it's been a true pleasure that you have given us part of your time to be with us. And probably that symphony, that harmony that we've been talking about is a quality of frequency that has meant that all those of us have come together that are on that same frequency wave. 100%. Would you like to add anything? Yeah, and I would like to thank you too. And uh, I'm very glad that we finish on the term frequency because in medicine, which is my field, uh, basically, we talk now of frequency medicine. And it's the only thing that will um, actually be low cost. And I'm going to test um, a, a machine not in, in a week uh, on frequency medicine that is healing just because it is rebalancing the body cells and 
the DNA, the junk DNA and the hidden DNA that is the magic DNA that we have. But, but so, so we are in this world moving and I'm glad that you mentioned that. I also want to mention that there are many tricks that they have made that I discovered with um, French Rajasese specialists is that first they took bells out of all the churches because bells is frequency when they bing bong, you know, and they, they have been, I don't know, but you probably reported that in your history books. They, they took them out. Um, the other thing they did, and I, I think that's very interesting to, to, to measure with Bovis scales, is that all the QR codes and all the code bars is diminishing the energy of anything that is in that box, the, the food, anything. So the French radiesthesists are doing eight times alpha on it. And they remeasure, and the energy goes back to 100. But can you imagine that why we have the QR codes and the code bars everywhere is not just for AI. It's also because it takes down our energy. So we maybe need to have a, a toolbox of people. And I'm, I'm trying to tell people, you know, you know, do th something with your code bars, take them off, to rip, uh, do a, a sign on them. And so we need a toolbox so people can, you know, advance at their level, everywhere they go. This is, a very, this is a very interesting point. Um, if people could only see the frequency level beyond visible light of everything in this reality, they would be, well, yes, shocked, but B, they would grasp what's going on. Because we see, for instance, a pill or a vial and we see it as um, something chemical or something tangible, quote, physical. But actually, it's a vibrational state. And if you introduce a vibrational disharmony into a vibrational field, you're going to disharmonize that field. And it's going to have um, expressions in various ways we'd rather not happen. And what you're describing there is exactly uh, that where just a just a, a bar, the the, the the bars you see on the, um, you know what do you call them, the the bars with the bones and stuff, um, is um, impacting massively on the field that we are we are um, living uh, uh, within, and this is the the knowledge in this cult, the inner circles of it, that is kept from the people, and that's one of the the ways that they manipulate us without people having any idea that that's the case. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me. It's a great 